Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I was going to say that. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I feel like I we haven't do actually. Do you really? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Maybe it's just the vlog cast. No, I'm not saying I should. I'm just saying I do. That's so funny. I feel like I just take, like. Take a, take a stab. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. That Today we're going to be talking about uh actually some relevant topics from other podcasts that um i've been listening to lately that have been affecting me and uh really have been such a positive impact on my life and my outlook um and i think the best place to start is that we should just introduce ourselves first i feel like just introduce i'm adam (laughs) if you don't know by now no people people (laughs) click the episodes all the time without hello new people I'm Adam. I'm Lauren. We're a married duo. We are. We are not a married trio. Some people do that. Some people do that. For us, it's just duo. Just, well, we have a dog. She's kind of makes Oh my God. We can't talk about her every single episode. (laughs) No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what's in my head. Okay. That's for stand-up comedy acts only as we discussed last night. Oh Lord. Oh yeah. We just watched, what was it? Do you remember? Do you even remember his it, name? Oh, uh, no, it was called Sledgehammer. Okay, it was on Netflix. I don't, I don't remember what his name is. And was. it was um, we're just talking about. Let's just kind of go into that for a second. We were watching yeah. a comedy, and it was really nice because, like, afterwards we went on a walk, and I was like, you know, it's nice to watch comedy because I feel like comedians are the most allowed to say whatever they want. Yeah. Like, and it's so refreshing. Like, even for me as a listener, when I hear people say things that are like, almost like the intrusive thoughts that run through my head, that I'm like, whoa, okay, okay. Like, you're a terrible person for thinking that. They actually say it out loud. Yeah, which makes you feel much less like a terrible person because you're like, oh my God, okay, everybody was thinking it. We're all terrible people. and None of us believe it. That's the whole thing about comedy. But it comes through your head. And I I think like humanizing thoughts is... It's refreshing to me. Yeah. Oh, instead totally. Of, instead of demonizing thoughts, right? Uh-huh. Humanizing them. I like that. I do too. I feel like it's just <laughs> like there's there's just something about giving ourselves a break from the way that we speak. Whether mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like, I mean, no matter who you are or what you believe, like just giving yourself a break and letting somebody else just be completely obnoxious for a minute yeah. and just allowing it and being okay with it is healthy in a in a safe space yeah where you can just do that yeah i think it's just interesting that i grew up liking comedy because i'm i'm pretty sure at one point in my life i hated comedy i don't like it in person I, I, maybe this is like a hot take of who i am but i feel like when there You're is so the, nervous i'm so them. nervous for them because i, I do too, the live performance thing but it kind of makes it no it doesn't make it fun for me I don't know, it <laughs> makes it fun. i'm like <laughs> Is this going to land? I don't know. I don't know. But I th- I think the thing is, is I anticipate it bombing because nobody laughs at my jokes because <laughs> my jokes are. So would you it's pity a very, laugh? Would you pity laugh? Oh, absolutely. I feel like I, that's what I mostly do. And then other people laugh and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We're laughing. I thought we were all just kind of like. Oh, man. That's that's a hard time for you. <laughs> well, that's how I kind of feel when people are performing. So since I have like my background in singing and performing, I don't really like watching people, people perform live. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, Oh, Oh, here comes that. Here comes that note. Yep. Uh, are they yep. going to do it? Uh. Well, it's like you kind of have the inside look on like, okay. For instance, when, whenever we're rehearsing or something, 
people will <laughs> oh, it's squeaky toy time <laughs> people will say like oh don't worry like nobody's gonna hear that mistake it's fine on like say i'm playing a drum part for right. whatever and i'm like yes but i will hear it and so then when i go to a show or something or a comedy special or whatever yeah i feel like i am privy to the mistakes uh. and i just pretend along with the other musicians or performers that the mistake didn't happen but it it puts me on edge as if it was me making the mistake. Oh, wow. You really just embody their experience. But what if they don't make a mistake? You're just nervous the whole time. That could also be the case. Maybe they don't in, they don't count it as a mistake and I do. So I think that's up to interpretation, I suppose. Oh my gosh. Anyway, wow. So that's a deep dive on our experience of comedy. That is why we watch comedy now because we need a break from all of the wokeisms yes. that we but feel you, obligated and you to like all the watching time. the Netflix ones and whatever the Netflix because ones are great. they're done. They're like, they're, they, already they are did out it. there. They're not going to publish something that they flopped on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll cut out the jokes that didn't land. It's fine. Oh my gosh. I, I love that for you. Is that perfectionism? Maybe. Yes. No, it definitely is. But it's because I'm, I have a very specific kind of funny, like my, when I tell a joke, I do not expect people to laugh. I expect them to get uncomfortable. That's, and then I laugh because it's funny. Mm. And so then I kind of anticipate that for the crowd. Okay. So do you always. Not funny, haha, funny, weird. <laughs> do you always anticipate failing? It's not a failure to me. Okay. It's just not a it's just not a social event. I don't <laughs> I don't expect everybody else to laugh at my jokes. It's sheerly personal. It's very selfish of me when I tell jokes. Okay. Well, wow. Glad I get an insight of your humor in a different way. All right. So anyway, let's go into kind of what you were talking about. What were you what were you going to Okay, so like, I mean, obviously we listen to podcasts all the time because we love the platform and we love people that are pushing the envelope of like their own understanding and their own embodiment and their own growth and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I feel like we're always kind of uh, influenced by the episodes that are happening. But this time I'm like, I just listened to an episode today and I immediately had a thousand thoughts pour out of my brain about it. That's so Um, good. And it was... uh, if you guys haven't heard of it or haven't listened to it, it's a podcast called To Be Magnetic and they're incredible in the way that they, what do they say? That they're trying to, they're trying to bridge expel the woo-woo, expel the, the woo-woo. With like neuroscience and yeah, stuff. Yeah, basically. Um, and so today they were talking about, or today or the most recent episode, they were talking about... Um, uh, self-confidence, mm-hmm. which is interesting. It's, it's an interesting topic for me because w- I would say I'm pretty confident. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a confident human being. I, I think that who I am is enough. I think that I am exactly who I want to be. I never like, I'm never looking for external validation. Um, so what's the difference? Like, what were they saying? Like break it down. So in the episode, because I, I was taking a shower when I was listening, and I was kind of thinking my own thoughts while listening to them in the background. So I don't fully remember their breakdown. It was it, so it was actually like a retrospective episode. It was just taking little snippets, little nuggets from a lot of different episodes about self confidence. Mm. And so this, uh, the part that I am referencing that really kind of opened something up in me was the idea of separating out self confidence self-respect and self-worth um 
And that just kind of like. Why? Because because I always am under the impression that because I have self-confidence that the mm. that everything that embodies self-confidence comes along with that. Mm. Um, but I also there's just like I, I, I have gotten into a season, I think, where I have become very conscious of the ways that I let myself down on a daily basis, mm -hmm. my expectations of myself, the things that I say I want to do that I just I just don't do. I just don't follow up and follow through with the things that I actually desire. Is that a lack of self-worth or self-respect? Well, I think, and that's where, it, that's where it got nuanced and tricky for me, is that like, I think it stems from a lack of self-worth that mm -hmm. I'm like, just because I want, like, I want to do something, but I don't have the, I don't have the drive to do something good for myself. Mm. And so I want to do it. But I don't, I don't give myself enough time and energy and commit it to myself because I don't necessarily have the self-worth to, to actually drive it. And when I let myself down on such a consistent basis, I think I lose respect for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's, it's, it's to me, it's like all about the actual practice of how I go about my day that I'm kind of lacking. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like it kind of goes back to kind of the negative side of when, like at least in in my perspective when you have the like i guess buddhist approach to like don't expect anything and like mm. you'll never be disappointed i think that's kind of it like reminds me of that uh when you're talking i'm like i'm it just like came up like i don't know popped through my mind and i think you not like expecting anything and, and well you kind of expect people in the world to let you down you've said that before yeah i just i just am never i'm never and i feel like that's maybe a self-worth thing yeah i i think potentially it's like because everyone wants to be worthy <laughs> of good things happening to them totally yeah I, well and on top of that i say i say that i don't rely on the world for anything and i can just take care of it myself yeah but when i do that i just take care of my needs i don't take care of my desires right and so then i just kind of oh, am left uh, survival yeah we are the ugh, that's just who you and i are we're we literally just all like the time. yes i know and i know you do too where it's like i if if you know me you know i will pretty much go to the ends of the earth to try to take care of my people in my space whether you're brand new to you know our community or whatever like I love taking care of people. I love making people feel loved and accepted and welcomed and like just well cared for Yeah. because I, because I know, I know in my bones what it would feel like to be taken care of in that way. And I just, the fact that I can bring it into existence in the world makes mm. me feel it, you know? Um, but it's not for yourself. It's for other people, but it's not for myself. And so like, I get this, like, I get this, like, I get the rush of it. It's like, it's like telling somebody you're going to work out rather than working out where you, right. you get, you get all of the endorphin release or whatever from somebody being proud of you mm -hmm. and then, and you don't have to put in any of the effort. And so then after, after a certain amount of time, you end up with this emptiness where you're just getting, you're just getting the validation and you're not actually right. doing the thing. And I feel like that's how that is for me where I'm like, yeah. And I, I don't necessarily consider myself that much of a people pleaser anymore, but maybe that's just because I've antisocialed my way out of expectations mm. from people as well. 
Um, but I feel like it's just, I specifically, when I'm with people, I want to be so present and I want to just take care of people. And, and, and I think I just kind of exhaust my energy there. You were kind of relating it. (laughs) You were kind of relating it to work when we were talking earlier and you were saying like, you got past the point of being like something about stress and how you're like stress was your personality for a second and then you lost that. And then, well, I think so let me, I'm trying to track my own process here, but I think, I think that stemmed from, I think that stemmed from believing or working myself into a place where I'm not stressed about work, where I'm not Mm -hmm. stressed about, um, where I'm not stressed about like how much time it takes out of my life and how much of a sacrifice it is for you as well. Because Mm -hmm. I know like me being gone all the time and constantly working isn't, um, it isn't beneficial for, for either one of us. It's, it's definitely like a familial sacrifice. Uh, and so becoming okay with and like, and becoming not stressed. I, I, I have a hard time finding, uh, picking a positive word for it because of the point being that like I was able to work myself out of constant stress and into a place where it just, I could, I could basically like make it passive. Mm. I could make my days and my time and my work and my effort passive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because I didn't have this stressor driving me anymore, it wasn't, it, it was like an edge. Like, you know how yeah. you say that people should have, like, people like an edge, people like personality. People like edges. Stress, it wasn't my personality, but it fueled energy in me. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it it gave me a reason to to be outspoken about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, It made me just have to, like, do something in the world. And yeah. so now that I've, I posted on Instagram the other day that, like, now that I'm healed, I don't really have as much ambition. Um. And I think that's because we, as like a society, made healing such a such a small thing. We've made healing be just like getting to baseline, mm-hmm. um, which I think is like it's good. Healing to get to baseline is good, but I feel like I feel like if we're if our if our full healing is just like gets us back to like not caring basically about anything and Mm -hmm. just being like Zen Buddhist, whatever, Mm -hmm. then I feel like it robs us of the opportunity to actually like aspire to wanting something out of life to like growing towards something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. This is definitely where I feel like that's, we have been on the same trajectory it's just a year and a half apart. <laughs> a year and a half apart. <laughs> no, I totally agree. So then what makes you feel like again that this relates back to like the self-worth thing? Like how how does that like correlate? Well, because I think if you if if all you expect out of the world if your full healing is just getting to survivability, mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a heavy reflection on your self-worth. If that's mm-hmm. all you think that you deserve in the world, mm-hmm. that's just like so mundane, yeah, so boring. Uh, yeah, and I and I couldn't like, I don't know. 
now I know what you posted too, and we were kind of talking about it. Like, I I couldn't live without like chasing something down. Like, I couldn't like I love to be like involved in like a career or have like goals in mind that I'm always like chasing. I definitely haven't gotten to a place where well I did I got to a place where all I wanted to do was just like enjoy my life have fun have friends do all that whatever but now I'm like I'm back to the I'm now I'm like back on my normal like personality like the grind but not being like addicted to the hustle it's like always that like that that balance but I don't think everybody's like that I know several people in my life that if they were just handed lots of money they would just go off the grid like they would just yeah. like live their life and that just wouldn't be me i guess my question is then like how like like genuinely i'm asking for insight here yeah. like how do you how do you self-motivate to that like if you can get to a place where what you care about is just is just like feeling good and being okay and not being like stressed under the gun all the time like at what point do you start like giving yourself the drive to to chase after the thing that you actually want to do? Because that's the hard part for me is like, I just, I, I, I can, I can honestly say I can't think of a thing that I would want to do in a day unless I fill my entire, entire day. I don't have a job. Mm-hmm. I feel my, I mean, I have so many jobs, but like, Yeah. Um, I don't even know how to answer that question. Like, okay. So I guess to start is just like, how did you pick what you wanted to chase? I don't know if I like, I don't know. It just kind of picked me. I mean, from having like a MySpace <laughs> to like creating yeah. my MySpace like website and like, you know, I don't know posting on whatever is called the bulletins I think to like then posting like these things on Facebook like I always have been what the kids call an influencer of sorts like I've been (laughs) but not really like I haven't actually always been an influencer but like that's been my personality like yeah well I remember you always telling me that you were a connector like you wanted to connect people I like connecting I like well and I like communication too so it's like like connection communication engagement like I really enjoy because I'm a really hardcore introvert in real life because real people in real life, it gets, it gets very draining for me, but I do like love like engaging with human beings, but I like to have that like separation, which technology is that separation. Yeah. So, well, and I feel like you do such a good job at like, I don't think you could care less if anybody else liked what you do. And yet what you love doing is engaging with other people. I really like, that's the thing I like, creating digitally like I really do like creating videos like photos writing like I just really am built for the the, this day and age of being having an online existence so I've just always liked that and I think that's just who I am so I don't know like for other people that that's like not their thing like I don't really know how like what like advice to really give them if they don't like that kind of stuff then like i i'm like okay then yeah like i don't know i don't know what to tell you it's so funny because like i feel like this is where i just rub up against the whole maybe it's just me trying to be 
anti-patriarchal or whatever like just my whole life being drowned in myself trying to like push back against the male standard archetype where it's like the the driven man who's chasing down his career and doing his thing i'm like i feel like well what's wrong with that though the thing that the thing that i want to chase down is just like at least at this point is just like peace yeah and i just chasing down a dream isn't peaceful to you i would have no peace if i wasn't chasing anything down that's that's see that's like the difference with me i'm like and you've seen that where I'm like, I don't know the direction I'm going and I'm like uninspired and I'm not creating. I'm like, I, I have zero peace. Like yeah. I can't just be living out, like not creating digital pieces again, yeah. whether it's writing video, photo, whatever. It's like, if I'm not doing that, like I don't have peace. Like if I'm not chasing a goal, I don't have peace. I guess, I guess that's what I mean too. So I, I think what I'm saying is that like the, the problem that I'm having is kind of comes from me pushing back against that archetype of like men chasing down their career. Because to me, I think for so long now, healing has meant finding peace. And that was the end of the, that was the end of the line. Right. That was a lot of the like, um, pushback that I got on the podcast was that like, you stand against a lot of things, but what do you stand for? And it's the same, it's that same kind of thing. Like, what do you, you're shedding a lot of things, but what do you want to create? Right. Um, and yeah. I think that's what I mean when I say that, like, the at least the healing that I have come to learn and that I've come to, like, accept is healing that gets you to baseline. Um, and then there, then it doesn't matter if you find something to chase down. It doesn't matter if there's growth towards something. It's just, like, stress avoidance and mm. and, you know, Making so you're not meet. expecting anything from the world. You're avoiding all stress at all costs. It doesn't sound like a very like thriving lifestyle. Yeah, but it, but but at the same time, like I know there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pajuli. Pajuli, that's enough. Thank you. I appreciate the kisses. Lay down. But this is kind of not the time. <laughs> Lay down. What is she? <laughs> I need to go pee too. But Julie, what in the world? Um, yeah, it's just like, I think maybe the thing is that I just haven't allowed myself to dream because of what I was kind of talking about earlier of that. Like if I can, if I can help other people mm-hmm. and if I can like fulfill things for them, mm-hmm. if I can help facilitate their dreams into existence, I don't, I don't end up giving myself the time and energy to even come up with what my dream would be. Yeah. So how do you fix that? I don't know. That's what I'm asking for (laughs) advice. I feel like I've been stuck in this cycle for, for such a long time, but I also do feel so much more at peace. And I think like, I think the next step for me is, um, what I've kind of been coming to in the last like couple weeks or so is, is finding gratitude. Hmm. Um, I think moving from, I think moving from peace Mm -hmm. into gratitude is a step in the right direction for me. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's a great next step. Uh, which doesn't, you know, it doesn't sound like I'm going to find my, (laughs) my, uh, thing that I was born for, or, you know, my, my biggest achievement or best career I'm ever going to be in doing that. But I think at least it's, it's the next best step 
which is something I've been working on lately is like taking, taking the step from A to B instead Mm -hmm. of sitting on step A and waiting until I'm ready to take a step onto Z. Yes. I love when the little things I say stick with you. Yeah. But yeah, about point A to point B. Yeah. So does that encourage the next phase of your learning to have self-worth? I think so, but it's also at the same time, I feel like it's just one of those things that I'm going to have to internalize. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess I, I I don't feel like I can really say whether it does or not. Um, because that almost robs me of the, of the motivation to actually do it. If I, like I was even saying earlier, like if I just, if I just speak out that I'm, that I'm moving into the next phase that satiates the, the drive for me. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I say it and it feels good. Mm-hmm. And so now I just ha- kind of have to see if if that is what the next step is for me. Yeah. I was watching the Kardashians and Kim and Courtney were like, were you watching that one with me when they had? Yes, you were. When they were having their conversation on the bed. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. So that was an interesting conversation, obviously brought up a lot for me, like thinking about like my sister and I having those kind of conversations. But... Um, in regards to like how it ties to this conversation, you know, Courtney was trying to get Kim to like really dig into like why she like has to take on the next thing and always taking opportunities and blah, blah, blah. And there's so much I could say about that because like Courtney herself isn't given the opportunity. So of course, like she's speaking from a place that it's not Kim. Right. So Courtney isn't given the same opportunities. So she really has no room to speak in that on that side of it. But I think on when I was like watching that, I was thinking about people in my life who, who are more like Courtney, where it's like they just want to ha- be with their family. She's well off. She's rich. She doesn't want yeah. to do anything else. She's just like, I just want to be with my family. And that's all she wants. And and I think that's great. And I've learned to like accept that in people as well. Like I'm learning to accept that in people. Um, because I'm definitely the Kim in the situation where I'm like, why would I not take an opportunity? Like why, like every new thing that I've done, whether it's, I I was the screenwriter for the Matoka project. I, you know, was, I, I, I was a professional singer at one point, one in Juno, like I'm all these different like careers that I've done. And I've like, taken it head on even though I I, yeah. I was like you know it was it was a challenge for me each thing I was like yes I'm quali like I believe in myself enough like so came with the whole like she directed the uh Dolce and Gabbana like show right um and on like one hand she is qualified and on the other hand she totally isn't you know for that sort of thing and so that's how I feel with a lot of things in my life that I do whether it's like even starting in photography when I did and even still to this day or like doing anything with the video. I'm like, I definitely feel like I'm a jack of all trades. Like I end up being pretty good at things, but like at first I'm definitely not like, it's not like I know anything technical. Again, I don't think Kim was like knew anything technical. She just had her vibe and she just goes really hard. And she's like, yeah, I believe in myself and I want to challenge myself. I'm going to take this opportunity and, 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 say that I did this thing. And I don't think there's anything like 
vain about that like Courtney was kind of like you should dig deeper like what like you're trying to fill a void kind of thing and I just don't think that that's I don't think that that's true I think that would be true for for Courtney yeah because her whole motivation priority is just to be like is um, to get out of the negative to get out of feeling void somewhere yeah you know, and she's just like I just want to be with my family mm. and I don't want I just like you know I don't want to deal with any of this other stuff mm. And anyway, so I definitely, um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm trying to relate it. It's just the, another thing that popped through yeah. my head. Yeah, I totally get that. I think like, to me, that just kind of points me toward like, I, I, I think the, the core thing that I know is that I want to be someone in the world. Mm-hmm. And whether that comes through helping other people or whether that comes through me being a specific person that people look to. Yeah. I just, I just know and I think so many people know this and, and I, I just feel like I am at least in a relationship with a partner that will push me to become specific versions of myself mm-hmm. in certain seasons so that I can be someone. Yeah. I mean, hello. I mean, yeah. Look at me. I've been a million people. Yeah. Not just in like things that I believe and that goes on in my mind, but literally I feel like I've taken on 18 careers since we've been together. Yeah. And, and we've changed constantly. And it's, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just don't think you have to pick anything. I think you just like try things on for size and then see like what works. And also like things don't have to even be like for forever either. I, yeah. I don't like, I didn't take on screenwriting and was like, oh, this is my new career. I was like, yeah, let me do this thing. Yeah. Well, and I think too, that kind of leads into the whole conversation of like, I feel like because I work so much and because the things that we're doing is a mutual sacrifice mm-hmm. that like if I choose anything that mm. isn't just not that I cater to you all the time, but mm. like if I choose anything in my life to do, that is specifically a desire of mine or mm. something that I, that I don't think that you would specifically like to do, or if it's time to myself to work mm. on something of my own, I highly encourage it. I, first of all. <laughs> totally. I just, I, I feel like, well, I mean, it's, you're going to be like, uh, yes, good. I feel like it's selfish mm-hmm. on top of something that I am already creating a familial sacrifice. So I'm like, it feels to me like I'm asking you to double sacrifice. It doesn't feel that way at all to me. My thing is, <laughs> this is like <laughs> marriage therapy, but like literally no one's helping us. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is helping us <laughs> literally. So, to me just to be clear for you new listeners that we talked about earlier we do not believe the lord is helping (laughs) us (laughs) um i feel that i like if you had something going on tonight or like whatever like i yes things do add up when we're we're not together and i would like miss you and i'd be like hey we need to have some like quality time but my main thing is like when it's like after work stuff and you're doing something for enjoyment, I'm here for it. I get upset when the work that you work for, which is multiple <laughs> works, okay, that's what we're going to call them, gives you extracurricular work or extra work plus doesn't pay you extra. And that takes you away from me. Yeah. Because that to me, I'm like, he, I don't give a shit about these extra things that he's doing. I also don't give a shit about his work. But... I like I support you and I 
like if you were out there making more money with those extra work things that they're asking you to do, I'd be like, get it. Like, yeah, there's like a positive outcome here, but they're taking you away and you're still working and you're not getting paid. That's when I get frustrated. But if you go after work and you like want to hang out with your friends or you're wanting to go see a movie or you're wanting to go work out or go to a boxing gym or whatever it is, if you're wanting to do something for you, and you're taking and it's like not with me i support it i only get frustrated when it's your work <laughs> that is taking you away from me beyond what they already do yeah yeah totally because it's like a self-sacrifice it's like it's like i'm making an executive decision for the both of us yeah that work is allowed to take more of my time and that and i would even be okay with that if they're like pay overtime right yeah but totally. that doesn't exist in the works that you work yeah so it, there's no positive like r- there's no reward when that sort of thing happens yeah well and i think that would be different too like if it was a career that i specifically was like if i was doing anything that i particularly wanted totally. to be chasing down yeah like because if, we've talked about that too where like yes i a few months ago i guess at this point i came home and just kind of had this realization that i that i wanted to bring up to her that i was like does it feel just so frustrating having to basically like take on like a lot of people in a married couple or at least the way that it's been presented to us like the husband goes to work and chases down his career and the woman stays home and tends to the house and does all the things so she can support her man in in, in chasing down the career, for his career yeah. in the passion for his career and it just kind of like dawned on me that i'm like is it hard for you that you're obligated almost into that role of caring for our house and keeping our lives together when I'm away at work that I'm not passionate about. That's not leading me to somewhere that I'm wanting to grow in. And that's fueling me. And that was huge because I was like, yeah, because like if it was something that you're super passionate about, it would be emotionally rewarding. Yeah. It would be validating. It would be like you could expect like a, thank you so much for doing that and letting me do my thing. Yeah. Because, because when it's not that, it's just like, well, we got to Like, I just got to do what I got to do. Yeah. You know, it's like, we just got to like, it's more of a survival survivalist mentality versus like, this is what we're doing to thrive. Like you're thriving. I'm thriving. We're doing our hustle. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. Like that's why you and I like going to coffee shops and working because it feels like we're hustling together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're not talking like, you know, whatever. We're just like doing our own thing. We both like that hustle feeling and chasing something alongside each other. It's just, yeah, right now you're in, you have works <laughs> yeah. jobs that like I, you don't necessarily like, you're not necessarily passionate about. Yeah. And so it does like affect, but obviously I'm, happy to do what I do yeah I guess I guess kind of like what I what I want to summarize with all of that I know it can it kind of feels like everything's a little bit everywhere um but I guess my summary is that like you would rather have two hours with me as a passionate thriving excited full of life version of myself than five hours with a zombie oh yeah of course And I feel like that's just that, that to me is, I mean, that's amazing. And I love that. And that's like super cool. I just like, I feel like I 
convinced myself for so long that I could just put on a face and not uh-huh. that you believed that I was the happy go lucky <laughs> version of myself. Yeah, no, I can see straight through you. I can be, I can literally like feel strangers <laughs> energy. Yeah. So yeah, no, like I, I just know you yeah. so well. Yeah. So you just can't get away with any of that. <laughs> I mean, maybe for other people. And I think, and I've seen you do it. Yeah. I've seen you show up and you're like exhausted. You're not actually, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've, I see you do it all the time. But you can't fool me. No. No, I can't. Because I'm a witch. <laughs> and I can see straight through you. No, no, I, but I really can't. So how does that, so does that, is this anything new to you? What's that? Any I mean, of all of this is new to me. This is like I said at the beginning of the episode, like this is all just kind of coming up today. This is all yeah. very much like a, an amalgamation of all of the the tiny steps that I've been making toward moving out of stress, moving Mm. into gratitude like that for me has been, you know, months of a process of, of, of not just like saying it out loud uh, because obviously I haven't really spoken that much about it with you even. Yeah. Um, and I've just been trying to embody and believe it. Um, and, and it's just been so validating. It's been so good. And I feel like I just kind of had one of those, um, one of those clicks today, one of those, Mm. um, like sets in. Yeah. I've been, I created a a note on my phone Mm -hmm. and it's a a list of things I want. It's like kind of out of life. Like some of them are like big and some of them, but most of them are like, like things I want to be able to afford. Actually, the note is called what I want to afford. So most of the things are like a material thing, but some of them are like lifestyle. And I think that's been really helpful for me because again, we both like just get into such survival mentality and like we like we we have flashing like or what is it called not fading flashing it's like momentary thoughts of like things that we want yeah that's the word fleeting thoughts of like what we actually want we're like oh yeah that's nice like we see somebody else have something or do something or a career or like a thing even materialistic we're like that's nice and then we have that that we're like oh that'd be so nice to have and then it's gone and then I, I feel like we, I feel like you and I both do that a lot where and we it, can be such good dreamers with each other. Yeah. No, but then we like that, but then it's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like we, mm-hmm. then it's just like, even if we watch something on YouTube or we watch something on Netflix and we're like, Oh, that's a sick car. And then we will never think it, about it again until like six months later. And like, Oh, that's a sick car. But like all along, like if that car was in front of us every day, we would be like, that's a sick car. I want that car. Yeah. But if it only comes up twice a year that you're not like, you're not working towards that car mm. because you only think about it twice a year. Yeah. Versus I like that. A consistent. It's like people writing things on their bathroom mirror. Yeah. I mean, exactly. And it's like, every time I go to the note too, I see everything else I've written Yeah, and it keeps me, it's just, it's so interesting. Cause like you're, you're going with like, what is it gratification gratitude gratitude and i i feel like in a way i'm going to gratitude but like like manifesting for like the future so i'm like these are things i want to afford and then i look at the list and i'm like this isn't crazy like i'm not these aren't crazy all attainable out of the like yeah it's I'm, i'm literally not saying like a private jet i'm i'm like saying really i mean some things are more like i want pure water filters all through my house of all, you know, maybe that's a little undertaking, but like, 
No, but I think those big dreams and are, then there's are like good. the robot vacuums. I'm like, dear God, please, one day. <laughs> you know, things like that. But anyway. A smart one. We have one. His name is Stanley. He's, he's just not very good at his job. He's very, very bad. I got him on <laughs> Facebook Market. He only has like two eyes or like two of his little... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but uh, I think it's like... I've just noticed that about us is that like we can... we even around our house, we can be like, oh, it'd be so nice if we had this. And then it's gone and we don't think about it for months or like for weeks at least until we think about it again. We're like, well, we should have done that that day that we had a free moment or whatever, but we don't think about it because we're not, we don't write it down. That's so funny because I have also been just writing down not, not dreams of the future, but notes of things that I need to get done. Yeah. And that's, I mean, my goodness, it makes me feel like I have so much control over my life. Well, you can do, it's just crazy because like I even, this, this is just such intimate conversations, but I even thought like this, this weekend, I was like at the end of the weekend, right. When we were like really slowing down, it was, we were just chilling last night. I was like, you know what yeah. we should have done? I was like, <laughs> I just really want that dish disposal. Like we have a disposal. Just let's just plug it in. Like literally let's move the refrigerator uh-huh. plug it in go go through i'm like that would take us 25 minutes i'm like i i just need to write these things down anyway this sure. is like i'm going so detailed about our no but life. i feel like i feel like detail is good but that, that anyway i'm just saying like i feel like that's kind of the point is like of what we're both of what we're both saying right now and i think that's kind of you giving me the insight of of what it means to have dreams and to want to achieve something and want to move towards something is you have to have the specific you have to specifically know what you want and then and you have write to it specifically down specifically write it down yeah exactly how you want it so I that you can look at it and see it i think it's like i really think that's the key because ever since i wrote those things down i'm like i have them yeah like it there's like a weird like thing that clicks in you're like i wrote it down it's in my note it's i like already i mine. have that yeah like something about it just feels mm-hmm. different like when i write like if I like write a brand down or if I write like just anything like detailed or specific, it feels like I could almost, it's like I can, I almost have it. Yeah. Well, and I think too, I think that ties back into the whole self-worth and self-respect and growing that in small steps Mm -hmm. that like, if I can start, if I can, if I can write something down Mm -hmm. and then check it off, Mm -hmm. something that is either a need or a desire for yeah. me that's just small just something really simple rather than just going through the like last minute remembering something i have something in my head i gotta go do i just go take care of it whatever if i can have a list where i can just write it down do it see the list and say you know what i said i was going to do that thing i did that thing i think yeah i think and that's building, a self-worth and that's a self-respect thing. well I, and that's what i think that's what i'm saying is like i feel like that builds that self-respect yeah and once i have once i believe myself mm-hmm. once i believe what once I have the ability to believe what I tell myself, yeah, then I can start establishing some self worth because I can actually believe that I will activate on it. Yeah, I think it's really important, and it's something I need as well in our relationship. Like when you say you're going to do something, like yeah, for you to to follow through with it, because like I, I pretty much won't like if I say I'm going to do something, like you know and you trust that it's pretty much gonna be done like you have that trust with me because that's that's like i have built up that self like respect with myself Mm -hmm. that i'm gonna follow through and i feel like 
it does affect your relationships as well that you don't have that follow through always. Totally. Like, you have good intentions like of, of doing what you said, but you'll let other things kind of come in into like your day. And I think a lot of it has to do with the not writing it down. I really totally. do. I really do. Well, and I think too that like, it like trains you and my whole, my whole relational value is like I said, delivering in the moment. Mm. And so when I have something where I'm like, I'm not doing it right this very minute. Mm. So you want to say you like, do you want to give me a, I'll do it tomorrow. But if you don't do it in that second or kind of, no, it's more like, like, like what was that? Saturday morning where you were like, you know what I want this morning? I want. What did I say? Locks. Oh, bagel. Locks, locks with bagel. I don't know what it is. Whatever that is. Bagel with locks. That's it. I don't even think that's right. But something like that. The the bagel with the cream cheese and the salmon. You know, whatever. Doesn't matter. That's what it is. Um, And I was like, is that what you want? Okay, great. I'm going to go do it right this minute. Mm -hmm. And I think when I have that immediacy to it where I'm like, I can see, I can see the end goal. This is something that's quick. And I, and I want, you want it right now. And I am capable of it right now. Yeah. I think that's, that is my space that I love to operate in. Of course. And yes. so then I have, you are good at that. then I have those intentions to for do the things that are the further things. off and they're just in my brain. And so then I get caught up fulfilling everybody's needs in the moment. Right. And I push You're off such the a thing. moment terry or such a present person that yeah. like anything that you say that is you're gonna, gonna do happen in the future will never happen in the it's future open-ended but it's not gonna happen because if it's something i feel like if it's something in the future i feel like the payoff for me is the respect somebody will have that i did the thing and so then it becomes selfish and once it becomes uh. the worth <laughs> once the worth is tied to me and not to the value of somebody oh, else my god I lose the incentive. Okay. I definitely, I followed that. Okay. Now I think it's escaping me as I'm speaking, but I did follow that, but know that like follow through means that much to me as well though, yeah, as you totally. going to get bagels in the moment. Totally. Yes. And that's, and I think that's like figuring out how to take steps toward that is the, because is the <laughs> thing that is going to deliver me <laughs> the respect the self-respect that I, that I need to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I Just write it down. I'm glad you followed that because I felt like that. I almost didn't. I almost, you didn't all, I know I could tell. I was like, I'm following and following. <laughs> no, no, no. That was good. I, I did understand. I, I hear you. And something's, you're going to let something else take precedent. That's a momentary thing. So it's like, you're, because they're like, not expecting like, that gonna, of me right now. So I can take care of that later, later, I'm later, gonna, later. Yes. But but oh but to me you say like i'm gonna do that tomorrow and like to me once it gets to tomorrow that's the present moment and if you do anything else that's like i say i want like ice cream sandwiches and you go get ice cream sandwiches i would honestly be like so impressed if you're like i'm gonna put my laundry away first (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then we'll go get ice cream sandwiches you know what i mean like to me you already promised to put your laundry away let's just say (laughs) put your laundry away and you said tomorrow by the time i get to tomorrow like that's the thing on my mind Mm. that is the thing that you're supposed to do that's the present 
I'm like waiting on that. Yeah. Like to me, that's like an empty. Like, like almost everything else that follows before that gets done is a robbed a little bit of its yes. value because yes. it's coming in place of the thing that you yes. expect. Yes. Interesting. Because that's the way my brain works too. And um, I'm a Virgo. So like anything that says that it's going to happen, like it's like it, it stays there. It's like an open tab. Yeah. And so I'm like, please close that tab. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I beg you. I have a million open. You don't want to see <laughs> how many tabs yeah. are open. Yeah. No, I think that's really helpful. And so if you can close a tab for me before you add something to my life yeah. or do something for me, if you could close a tab, that's like the best gift you can give me. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I made it to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you guys. I love. Shout out to Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd so much. You guys. He's just, I don't know. I just feel like we'd be best friends. I don't know. I shouldn't look into it though. All right. Well, with that, person. Paul Rudd. Just kidding. You can be our best friend. Come on the podcast. Oh, that would be a dream. That'd be a dream. I feel like you would just roast me by like subtly making small digs because that seems like your humor. And I'm, my humor? Oh, no, 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 no. Paul Rudd's humor. Oh. I'm talking to Paul Rudd. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm having a conversation with him right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <What I'm, laughs> this I'll is a be conversation sure to between tag. A and B. Yeah. Oh, man. Were you about to say see your way out? Yeah. Wow. You know what? I just let that one die, though. Anyhow, going back Paul, to that humor good thing, old buddy. Uh, that's fine. I'm masochistic enough that you can berate me on my own podcast. Well, Just be you, here. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay. Well, is there anything else you'd like to cover? Nothing for Paul specifically. <laughs> no, I don't mean for Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is I think good. I'm good. Do you feel good? Oh my gosh! I love that we have just shifted to making Mondays fun days of just having great conversation and doing whatever we just like literally recording whatever we're doing in the moment. It I, means it so much to us that like you're still, you're here and you're supporting mm-hmm. and you're liking what we're having to say. Yeah. Honestly, it's so fun because like I, not us burping over here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just choking on my uh, half and half matcha because I didn't drink dairy and now I drink dairy and now I'm just, Dairy's it's fine. My friend, you didn't need to know Adams. that information. Um, yeah, thank you. Every time I see you commenting on the post and being like, oh my God, yes, I love this. This is amazing. It It's so validating for me because I feel like it's so vulnerable for me to just do what I enjoy. So thank you for, yeah. for that. Does this make you, you Adam, does this make you want to have more guests? It does. It does because I feel like my biggest my biggest insecurity with the way that we were doing the podcast was my inability to be who I am. Uh-huh. I felt like I had to put on a certain face because we had people that we were interviewing because we started it that way. And now it's like, I feel like people know me a little bit better from the last season and from this, even like just from the last couple episodes, I feel like people have really embraced who we both actually are and who mm-hmm. our actual personalities are without trying to like just be a blank canvas for our interviewer yeah. or interviewee. And that's so meaningful to me. And I feel like now I could actually move into a place where I could have open conversations with people that were 
interviewing. Like it would be it would be a guest on the podcast, not an interview. Yeah. Does that make sense? By the way, yes, it does. By the way, um, this if you're listening and you are wanting to go see us, there is no seeing us. We're not recording a video this week. It's audio only because we decided when we kicked back the podcast, we were going to give you every single version of the podcast. <laughs> True. <laughs> we're giving you audio and video. We're giving you a vlog cast. And now this week it's audio but only. But you know what? Because we're committed to we're committed consistency. To the bit. <laughs> we're committed to the bit. We're committed to the consistency, not the content. Just that's That's how I feel about it. I feel like we literally every Monday, whether we're recording it with a little not gimbal the medium. camera. No, yeah, not the medium. We're not, we're committed to co- consistency, not the medium. Yeah, there we but go. But yes, that's the, the word content. I was looking for. Because the content's well, important Well, the content too. is key. Content is key. Content is key. The medium. The I'm medium not co- isn't as important. Yeah. But anyway, so I'll probably put like a video that's like, I don't even know. Nature. Maybe, maybe we'll go live. We could like live stream or something maybe next Monday. Maybe. Give you guys a little look-see at who we are. Oh my gosh. How crazy. Okay. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, you know, thanks so much for listening. Please like, share, review. It really does mean a lot to us, like we said. Um, yeah. And please, like, please feel free to comment on things and DM us about, like, experiences that you have, anything that's similar to this. Because, like, specifically, what title this? specifically, I just love seeing that. I related to somebody in the world. This whole podcast has always been a shout into the void for me. And I feel like it still is that I'm like, I'm just being vulnerable and sharing my I'm literally feelings. just using this platform to get Adam to talk. Well, I talk to you all the time. I just don't talk to the world. I mean, out loud, <laughs> <laughs> like outside of these four walls. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm happy and proud of you for thanks. Good things out there. So yeah, like, share, review, comment, and um, hope you guys have a great day. Let us know what time you listen to the podcast, actually. Oh yeah, that too. I'm curious. I mean, I'm going to still post it in the morning, but I'm just curious if you listen to it on your way to work, from work. Yeah. Well, it could be interesting too. If you don't listen right away in the morning, it could be fun to maybe try premiering it at a different time where we could actually be like in the comments of the YouTube video, if that's where you watch it. Most people, most of our listeners are listeners. Oh, they don't necessarily watch, but we have it there in case anybody's real interested. Yeah. It goes live on Spotify as well. Cool. So if you're on, if you're listening on Spotify, you can watch us there too, but not this week. <laughs> but not, the, not this week. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Let us know everything. Please give us all of your details. Okay. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time. Bye. bye.